Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Welcome. This is the Breakfast with Champions podcast, one of the most unique, amazing, and powerful podcasts you'll ever come across in your entire life. Listen, we bring you motivation, education, and inspiration, and ultimately give you an opportunity to get a seat at the table, to hang out with some of those that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. What makes this podcast so unique and incredible is we have over a hundred different thought leaders that are constantly delivering amazing, over-the-top, powerful, and impactful content in bite-sized nuggets that you can absorb, take action on, and implement in your life. So with that said, make sure you filter through. There's going to be some of these thought leaders, these experts in their industries that you're ultimately gonna connect with. You're gonna totally, totally resonate. It's gonna totally be your vibe. And then there's gonna be other ones that you're gonna be like, eh, you know what? I like them, but I don't know if I love them. And that's what's great about Breakfast with Champions is we have something for everyone. So make sure you sift through, find the ones that you love, and know that they'll be coming back every single week to be able to deliver to you the motivation and education and inspiration that you need. With that said, my name is Glenn Lundy. I am your host. Super excited to connect with you. And let's kick off today's episode of Breakfast with Champions. Um, I am so excited to be here um, during this segment because I just adore being part of this community and what Glenn and Sarah and the team is building. This is just such an incredible way to not only start the day, but to be able to learn from so many incredible individuals. And I am just so honored to have this segment because today is Transformation Thursday which I love because it's all about transformation and how we can transform our lives so that we are able to do what we need to do in order to become the best version of ourselves. And that's really what I get to do for a living. I am the CEO of Floyd Consulting and our philosophy at Floyd is that people can only be the, a, an organization can only be the best version of itself to the extent that the people that are driving the organization are becoming better versions of themselves. And so I'm excited to be here today to talk about, well, today, today I actually want to talk about death. And I know, I know some of you might be like, wait, what's going on? Isn't this supposed to be really uplifting and motivational? What is, what is she talking about? But I think it's really important for us to remember that we have limited time on this planet that we don't have all the time in the world to accomplish the things that we say we want to accomplish. Memento mori is a Latin phrase that means remember that you must die. And it's a symbolic reminder of the inevitability of death. Memento mori jewelry with skulls became really popular in the late 16th century. Imagine wearing this symbol of your mortality around your neck or on your wrist or your hand. Why would people do that? Well, it's a powerful reminder for us to live, to live fully, to not waste a moment, to breathe in every laugh and smile and kiss and hug, and to ask more questions to the ones that we love, to talk more to strangers, and to dance and sing and read and travel, 
and to live in gratitude, to live in gratitude. We're doing that with the, with the 67 day challenge, this idea of waking up every morning and, and starting our day in gratitude, all of those things that we're really grateful for. Every day we have the opportunity to live in more gratitude. Stoic philosopher Marcus Aurelius said, you could, you could leave life right now, let that determine what you do and say and think. And I love this. I really love this whole Stoic philosophy. And for those that, that aren't very um, into Stoicism, it's, a, this, it's really just this idea of living every day to the fullest. It's this idea of being able to focus on what you can control, not those things that you can't control. And we really have more control than we think in the things in our lives. So I watched this video the other day from Matthew Kelly, and it was called 24 Regrets of People Who Are Dying. And among the list included, I wish I had, ha I wish I had the courage to be myself. I wish I had discovered my purpose earlier. I wish I had taken more risks. I wish I had cared less about what other people thought. I wish I hadn't spent so much time worrying about things that never happened. I wish I had realized earlier that happiness is a choice. I wish I had loved more. I wish I had spoken my mind more. I wish I hadn't spent so much time chasing the wrong thing. I wish I had touched more lives. And the list went on. It's important for us to reflect on these thoughts. As I was sharing those regrets, which, which one hit you the hardest? Why? Sit with that. Don't let that emotion go before facing it and spending some time considering those emotions because those are feelings. Those feelings are a gift. It's your intuition trying to get your attention to tell you maybe something's not quite right. Maybe it's time to make some changes. Oftentimes we disregard those feelings because they're uncomfortable. We're scared to face them, but when we do, when we do, we make room for our lives to transform. We learn more about ourselves and our purpose. And we start seeing things differently. We start showing up differently. We start treating others with more love and kindness and compassion. Nobody wants to have regrets at the end of their life. Nobody. And sometimes I wonder if that's, if that's even possible because life is filled with so many challenges and so many decisions that we make every day. Is it even possible? Especially because we're all really hard on ourselves too. And I wonder how many people truly go all in and leave nothing on the table, nothing. I want to know that I gave everything. I want to know that I have used every single gift that God gave me and put it out into the world. I want to know that something I did or said throughout my life made some small piece of, of the universe a little better than before I got here. And that's what I wish for you too, because we all have gifts inside of us. 
We all do. And this, this daily reminder of memento mori can be such an inspiration that we need to do more of what we love every single day, to push us to use our gifts and to pursue our crazy ideas, especially those ones where we're like, I don't know if this is gonna work. And every day is a choice. Every single day we have a choice to make. And today you can choose to turn your life around, to live more fully, to believe in your ideas, to go all in on your life and your dreams. It's so easy. It's far too easy for us to go through life just going through the motions, right? Just like going through the, the everyday things, getting up and going to work. And, and we just do the things that we need to do to get through the day. But when you put your head down at night, how fulfilled are you? Do you feel an overwhelming sense of peace and love and gratitude? And if you don't, what would need to change in your life for you to start feeling that way? To some, when I talk about this, when I talk about this whole memento mori, some say, oh, that's just so morbid. They think it's morbid and I, I don't, I disagree. It's a reminder for us to live. And some of us really need that reminder, especially when we're going through those challenging times. We live in a world today with so much noise. There's a lot of noise. We have access to every piece of information we could ever need, right? Like we're never, we never run out of things to consume, which on one hand is kind of amazing, but it can also be really overwhelming. It can, it can cause that FOMO that we sometimes feel. You know, we don't want to miss out on what's new and cool and trending. And it's so easy for us to be consumed with consuming that we forget the importance of sitting in silence and listening to our dreams. Listening to that voice inside telling you to go after your dreams. To stop caring so much about what other people think to stop caring if you'll look stupid, to stop caring if what you want to do might not work. There's one thing I know for sure. Pursuing your dreams is always worth it. It's always worth it. Because it doesn't even matter if you achieve them. What matters is that you have them. What matters is that you pursue them. When you pursue the dreams in your heart that are meant for you, they lead you on a journey that you couldn't have begun to design for yourself right now because they open your eyes to these new opportunities and these new people and these new ideas that only by pursuing your dreams are you put in those situations where you discover those things. So I'll ask you this question on a scale of one to 10, how committed are you to your dreams? Truly, like truly committed on a scale of one to 10. How committed are you to living a life you're proud of? One that leaves little room for regrets at the end of it. Your commitment, your commitment is reflected in your calendar. It's what you spend your time doing. 
when we say yes to scrolling on social media or watching another episode of our favorite show, we're saying no to time we could be spent on our dreams. We're saying no to spending time with those that we love the most. We're saying no to the experiences that have the opportunity to transform our lives. You know, life, life doesn't always turn out the way that we expect, but it's the life that we get. It's the one life we get and it's our job to show up for it. It's our job to make the most of it. I know my life does not look the way I thought it would. Not at all. Does yours? I think about, I think about all the dreams that I've had throughout my, my life and some have, have come true and I'm so grateful for that, but others, they haven't. And some of them, I'm grateful that they haven't because they really led me to the dreams that I would have never found if they did come true. And that's the beauty of life, right? Like as long as we're just getting up and going after our dreams, you just never know what's going to happen. And no matter where you are today in your life, your future can be greater than your past. You can choose to start building your future by focusing on what's most important to you by focusing on what matters. Memento Mori is your reminder to live. We get to hear some big ideas on this stage, some big, big ideas. And it's easy to listen and move on, right? We're like, oh, that's great. And now moving on with life. But I think a lot, a lot gets lost when we don't give ourselves some space to consider the ideas and what they mean to you. What do they mean to you? This is why I love journaling, because it's a really powerful practice. It allows us to get all of our thoughts out of our head and onto the page. And when we discover a new idea, whether it's here or in a book that we've read or a conversation that we had, Journaling is an opportunity to explore the emotions and the feelings that show up when you hear these things, when you learn these new concepts. And so I love sharing journaling prompts. It's one of my favorite things to do, especially when I can figure out a great journaling prompt for someone that's going through a, a particular situation in their life. Um, and so today I wanted to share five journaling prompts to help you gain clarity on your dreams. Five journaling prompts. All right, ready? Number one, if I could only accomplish one thing over the next year, what would it be? If I could only accomplish one thing over the next year, what would it be? Think about how strategic you would, you would be in deciding what that one thing is, right? I know a lot of us are very multi-passionate. We have a lot going on, but if you could only accomplish one thing, you would be super strategic in figuring out what that one thing would be. And then think about how fully committed you'd have to be in order to achieve that one thing. You'd have to go all in. You'd have to say yes to this one thing and no to all these other shiny objects, which can be really hard. It would help you gain clarity and focus on how you'd choose to spend your time, that's for sure. What would your calendar look like? What would you need to start doing? What would you need to stop doing? I often think about how much we can accomplish when we fully commit to one thing for a certain period of time. We can accomplish so much more than we 
give ourselves credit for when we're truly focused. So that's journaling prompt number one. Journaling prompt number two, what do I need to let go of? What do I need to let go of? One of the great things about journaling prompts is that you can interpret them as you wish. It's your journaling prompt. Roll with it how you want to roll with it. We asked this, we asked this question, what do I need to let go of, after many of our presentations that, um, that we deliver to our clients, and the answers are powerful. We hear things, everything from imposter syndrome and caring what others think, to social media and toxic relationships and negative self-talk. So what do you need to let go of? And just start writing. Just create a list. Start writing the things that you really need to let go of. I think sometimes when we're trying to achieve our dreams or go after the things that are really important to us, we think we have to add on all these new things. But oftentimes, letting go of things is what helps us, helps catapult us even further. We've got to let go of some baggage that's holding us back, that's keeping us stuck. So what do I need to let go of? Journaling prompt number three, what is stopping me from pursuing my dreams? What is stopping me from pursuing my dreams? Is there one dream in your heart that you've had for years, but you aren't giving yourself permission to go after? Maybe it's a passion project you keep putting off. How would you pursue your dreams differently? if you thought about memento mori. And, and some people will say, no, well, I'm pursuing my dreams, but, but this is an opportunity when you're journaling to really, again, be super, we've gotta be a little hard on ourselves and tough on ourselves and push ourselves out of our comfort zone. Like, is it, are you truly, truly pursuing the things that you really wanted, that you really wanna pursue? Get really real with yourself. And this is why it's so great to journal because it's meant for you and only you and see what shows up. Journaling prompt number four, what is most important to me? What is most important to me? This one is fun because different things show up for different people. It can be What's most important to you, you could start talking about the people in your life or certain activities or experiences or a business that you're building. This is a great one to reflect on monthly or quarterly or annually because you might notice that your answers will change or, or don't change. They might not change over the years, but sometimes they're changing because we're in a different period of life. So for some people, what's most important is relationship, family, and building that side of, of, of our lives. And then other times it's really focused on, on another area of life. So today, right now, what is most important to me? And then one of the things that I love about this prompt is that when, you've, when you write down what's most important to you, does your calendar reflect that? Does your life choices reflect what's most important to you? These are all things that we can sit on and write about and see what shows up and sit with those feelings. Allow those feelings. Journaling prompt number five, how do I want to be remembered 30 years from now? How do I want to be remembered 30 years from now? 
And you could change this number. You could say 50 years from now, 20 years from now, five years from now. And this prompt is all about legacy. What are you doing today that your future self will thank you for? What do you want to be known for? And are you doing the things that you need to do to create that kind of reputation for yourself, that kind of legacy for yourself? I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and it was so uh, interesting because I shared with him, it's always fascinating to me how people see us. People see us differently than we see ourselves. We're, we're too close to ourselves sometimes. And the things that we do for other people, sometimes we say something or do something and we create this response from other people and they recognize us for things that maybe we just don't really think about. And so I love this exercise, this activity. Of, I did this a few years ago. I haven't done it in a while, but I actually wrote on, on I posted on Facebook and I said, what is one word you would use to describe me? And let your friends tell you, let your friends tell you what you mean to them. What is one word that they would use to describe you? And you might be really shocked. You might be really shocked because it's probably more beautiful than what you would think and what you would come up with for yourself. Because when we think about the gifts that we have and we, when we live a life where we're pursuing our dreams and we're sharing our gifts, you just don't know what you're doing for somebody else that's watching. So those are five journaling prompts. Journaling, like I said, it's such an incredible way to discover more about yourself and what matters to you. And things, things will definitely show up that will surprise you if you really let yourself just flow. Go with the flow with the writing process. Journaling about what it is that you really truly want will help you stay super focused and committed on what's most important. It will help you remember to make the very most of the time that we get in this life. Memento Mori, let that be your reminder to live. May it be a symbol that pushes you to be courageous in the pursuit of your dreams. And I encourage you to take some time over the next few days and let yourself write. Gift yourself the time to sit and reflect on the life you've designed for yourself today and the life you're building and creating for tomorrow. Giving yourself that time is so important. You know, that's what we're doing again with that, with the 67 day challenge. It's the challenge of sitting and writing down that gratitude list. What are you grateful for? What are your goals? What are your dreams for the day? Gifting yourself that time. I love this morning how Glenn shared. I, I almost let myself off the, off the hook. I wasn't going to do it this morning, but he's committed to doing it because he knows that it's important. He knows that sitting that spending that time in, in reflection and sitting and putting out into the world what it is that we know that we need to do for ourselves, that's an important piece in our lives. And so, yes, we have a lot to do and we have a lot that we have to get, get moving on, but taking that time to sit will change your life. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity to share these thoughts with you. This one specifically, I've really been kind of thinking about a lot over the past few days. And so I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity to share. I would love to connect with more of you. If, if we haven't met, 
please, please send me a message on Instagram. I would, I would love to hear. So let me know what, what resonated with you the most from, from what I shared in this message today. And you can also find, if you are a journaler, you want to get some more journaling prompts, you can also find a list of 15 journaling prompts um, in the link in my bio on Instagram. I love sharing prompts. Again, I think writing will change your life if you put that into practice every day. And so I only have about five minutes left. And so I'd love to open up the floor and hear what resonated with people. But, but before, actually, yeah, I'll, I'll open it up and then I'll do a room reset before I pass the mic. Um, but does anyone have anything that they want to share as far as this concept of memento mori or what what resonated you with you most from from this message? What's one takeaway? I would love to hear if anybody wants to open their mic and share. Hey, Kate, it's uh, Kwani Burks. Can I share? Oh, please, Kwani. Good to hear your voice. What's up? What's up? What's up? Um, sure, it's truly Kwani Burks, as I always say. Man's, but uh momentum so i want to talk about momentum and i know from playing sports momentum is everything the team that has the momentum usually is the team that will win like even if the team the other team scores and then misses the field goal that's momentum or get an interception and then the offense gets the ball usually after that interception the offense tries to take a shot at the end zone because of momentum and more times than not momentum will carry you to a victory so it goes like that in any aspect of life you get some momentum going you start it off it's like an avalanche you know it starts off small or there's a snowball going down a, a hill and then by the time it gets to the middle or towards the end of the hill it's so big and impactful but it started off small so momentum is is sort of like everything you know just just get something little going and just build and build and build and network and build and then before you know it, you'll be bigger than life. So, and then only in servitude to others, though, because the more you are, the more you can do. And you can't give what you don't have. So, Kwani Burks, and um, I'm going for now. Oh, thanks, Kwani. Ooh, you can't give what you don't have. Ooh, I love that. I love that. Ooh, King, I see you flashing. Yeah, Miss Kate, you talked about, you know, space and what I mean by space is how many things are we actually holding on to? And so my question would be, where are we traveling to with these bags of anger, hate, and stress? Where are we taking them to? What flight are we getting on? And what is the price of still carrying that? Because if people work just like computers, well, what happens to your computer when you open up too many windows and you have too many files? You have your memory is full. Well, the problem is when that happens, the computer doesn't function the same way. And if people function just like computers, when was the last time you cleared your own cache? See, you didn't clear your cache, so that way you can't receive the new blessings that God has in store because you don't want to let go of what was holding you back. And what is the price of still holding on to it? Because sometimes we hold on to things so much that we don't understand the power of forgiveness. And then by the time we do realize it, that person is no longer here. So what is it costing you not to forgive? What is it costing you not to be free? What is the price that you're paying for not clearing your cachet? Because when you don't do it, you can't live in your full purpose or you cannot become everything that you're supposed to become because you're carrying too much dead weight. This is King Jacquel Martin. Look in the mirror. Ooh, King. I love hearing you speak. Who just, who just opened their mic? It was BJ, if I can have the chance. Um, yes, real quick, and then I'm going to pass it over because we I have to pass it over at 
Okay, so really quick, I'm going to tell you, Kate, that I'm a person that journals um, since I'm a little kid. Um, and this is why we need to, you know, I visit this room that Glenn has put together now for a long time um, on a, almost a daily basis. And just today, this is why we have to put ourselves in this situation. I learned from you something new. I journal many times in the morning and sometimes I journal in the evening. Um, and I do a lot of gratitude. But what you taught me was something um, that I had not applied, which is I do believe in the power of questions. And that's what I do. I ask a lot of questions. I had never asked those questions to myself, Kate. So thank you for a big win today, because as I was writing your um, prompts, um, I wrote them all down. I said, how can I never thought of asking myself uh, I, I'm all about leading ourselves first and being aware, and I didn't do it for that. I'm really thankful. So thank you, Kate, for your share. Aw, thanks, BJ. That's awesome. I'm, You know, it's so interesting. Yes, as someone who does that a lot, if you're always teaching people and asking people questions, sometimes we forget, hey, we need to make some time for ourselves to do the same thing. So that's beautiful. And please let me know how the journaling prompts go for you. Um, awesome. Well, again, I am so grateful to be here. I'm Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.